can record. Oh, is that right? I think we're recording right now then. Yes, we are. Yeah, I see it in the top right corner. All right, everybody. Well, let's, uh, I want to welcome everyone to, to the Williams College Sports Information Podcast, Episode 1. This will be um, uh, an inter-organizational look at the Student Athlete Advisory Committee. We have with us this evening Carolyn Miles, who is the Associate AD for Student Athlete Services and the SAC Advisor. Tommy Verdell, who's also uh, a SAC advisor and a compliance officer at Williams. And then we have senior Gabby Martin. Um, and then we have juniors Joe Kim and Rachel Newgard joining us, all uh, officers of SAC for the 2021 20, academic calendar year. Um, so let's get started. Uh, we'll introduce uh, Rachel, and let's just talk about, I believe uh, your, your title is president, and uh, just tell me a little bit about uh, why you wanted to get involved in SAC and, uh, and how, you, how your, your journey kind of through SAC has gotten you to the presidency, what your role is. Yeah, for sure. So last year I was a sophomore and uh, Coach Herman, I play softball, so I play softball for Coach Herman, and she sent it out to all of us and was like, oh, would any of you be interested in SAC? And I was very interested in it, joined, loved it, loved going to general board meetings, loved listening to um, what everyone was doing, but I worked specifically with the physical health subcommittee last year. So what we worked on was um, some care packages and actually just really got those together right as the COVID-19 pandemic hit. So didn't really get a whole lot of those out. But so we were looking at helping out injured athletes, you know, doing a little something for them so they still felt a little more involved with the athletics community. So that was how I got into SAC. And then I knew Liz Weber through campus and was talking to her last spring, and she recommended that I go for the exec board and the president position. And I thought, why not? I mean, the SAC mission statement fits along with a lot of what I believe in. I believe in giving back to the community and, you know, leave something better than you found it. And, yeah, that's how I ended up here. Okay, very good. And Joe, you are a communications officer, and how did you come around to that role? Yeah, so I took on a leadership role in SAC um, just to work with my fellow athletes and create multiple different spaces where athletes can support each other and also through the organization give back to the community. And how I got into SAC was my coach, Coach Thomas, um, love him. He brought up that we had an athletic committee and typically sophomore year, most of our players join that so that they can get a taste of what it is to give back to the community, to have a leadership role in the community as an athlete. And I joined with my teammate, Olive White, and we actually really enjoyed it. We loved having a tight knit community where we could talk to other athletes and lean on other athletes as well as support um, our community by giving back through different events or even su supporting our fellow athletes by putting on different events. So as a sophomore, I really enjoyed that. And when we were able to apply for the board, I thought the communications director position was the best position that I could give back to the exec board. Um, and that's kind of why I applied. And I actually really like it. 
Okay, and Gabby Martin, uh, who's the co-president of SAC and also uh, GCBC, which we'll get into in a little bit later. Uh, Gabby, how did, what's your journey like uh, to SAC and, and what was uh, your main interest when you joined? Yeah, um, so I, throughout freshman year up until now, I've done a lot of kind of just community outreach and a lot of programming in terms of like, uh, worked with Clea with this program called EOS um, my freshman sophomore year and then I've also kind of been like residential director HD um, I've been like really happy trying to get involved with just a lot of different things on campus um, that are aimed at just creating you know an environment where everybody feels like safe and welcome um, I think I've kind of taken a back I took a backseat of like as one would say, um, for like my freshman, sophomore, junior year in terms of like working directly with SAC. Um, and I think this year as a senior, um, I really wanted to get involved, um, especially with GCBC and with SAC because I felt like, you know, my time here at Williams is coming to an end. Um, it's crazy to think that before years has flown by. And I really, you know, there's, while my experience has been an amazing one and one that I wouldn't change for anything um there's definitely some things that I really wanted to address this year um especially you know with COVID I felt like I really want to leave this place knowing that I did the best that I could in, or in order to make it better for um future athletes that are coming up the pipeline um to enjoy their experience here at Williams because it is an amazing place um I wasn't necessarily expecting to be co-president um with Rachel Osak um actually her co-president um because he, John Rooney, is taking a year off. Um, what He wasn't able to kind of serve in that position. So kind of stepped in um, in, in that leadership role um, in helping Rachel and Carolyn, whatever they need. Um, and then I've been really excited to work with GCBC in particular and run that subcommittee just because um, as a student athlete here at Williams and as a student athlete of color here, um, there definitely are some differences you know and experiences that I think student athletes of color experience and I feel like I really wanted to create a space um, where every um, Tommy and I our mission this year is to hopefully get every student athlete of color in some capacity to be a part of GCBC uh, we want them to really feel that they have that space um, moving forward where they're welcome where they're you know respected and um, hopefully moving forward especially with my work with SAC now, that'll also be a campus-wide thing um, where everybody kind of feels safe, uh, welcome, and just, you know, respected uh, moving forward. So I'm really excited moving forward this year. Carolyn, uh, the mission, a part of the mission of, the, of SAC is to improve the experience of student athletes at Williams, enhance the four years they spend here. It seems like it's a very wide and broad uh, kind of mission statement. There's a lot that encompasses that or can be involved in that one statement. How do you balance, uh, let's say, community outreach with, uh, with programs that are directly re related to the student athlete experience at Williams? Maybe like, um, you know, what, what maybe a student athlete needs and uh, how do you balance the, all the core elements of SAC together? Yeah, so, I mean, I think the benefit to having such a broad mission statement is that we can work with the current leaders and figure out what is most interesting to them. So this is, like any other organization at the college, very much student-driven. 
Um, as you can already hear from the leaders that you've spoken to, we have very bright, very motivated, very caring individuals in these roles who speak for the other student athletes in their, on their teams and in their community. And I think we've spent the last month working with their subcommittees, trying to figure out what they plan to do uh, throughout the fall, winter, and spring, and also with the general board uh, to figure out what those student athletes are interested in. Um, you spoke about programming and community uh, engagement. I think the nice thing about the way that we've set up SAC this year is that each one of our executive board members heads up one of the subcommittees. There are six of them. And each one of the student delegates that were selected by their coaches got to put down what they were most interested in working on. So in that way, folks are doing the work that they're most interested in and hopefully getting the folks in their athletic and greater campus community involved in the programs that they are themselves spearheading. And what, uh, I guess in general, uh, Rachel, what do you consider some of the issues, I mean, you formed new subcommittees this year to focus on big topics. Uh, was that in relation to the pandemic or was that uh, happening beforehand just because you had so much you wanted to accomplish? And has there been any type of programming designed specifically to help the student athletes during COVID-19? So the new subcommittees were originally brought up by last year's exec board committee. And so Annabelle and Liz were our two co-presidents last year, and they kind of spearheaded this idea in order to promote more engagement within the general board of SAC. Because we were seeing a lot of people, I don't know if slip through the cracks is the right word, but just not necessarily engaging to the full expectations of SAC. So the idea was, all right, let's present a lot of different subcommittees, get them going on something that they really enjoy, like Carolyn was saying. So we have a programming, community engagement, mental health, physical health, GCBC and the first year experience. So in particular to the COVID-19 pandemic, one where, I mean, obviously all of these are very important in a lot of different ways, but directly to the student athlete personal experience, mental health is definitely taking a very prominent role in finding ways that we can be a resource for student athletes and still promote engagement with other athletes in a time where isolation is very, very real. And, uh, I guess, Joe, give me an idea of some of the programming you have uh, kind of lined up for this, I don't know, this fall, I guess, just in particular. What kind of things uh, are you guys thinking about doing to engage the student athlete, uh, especially since uh, I think there's 55% of our athletes are on campus and Rachel said, you know, obviously isolation is, a, is an issue. How do you how do you try to address that through SAC and the, and the programs that you guys are creating? Yeah, so I definitely think now with the COVID-19 um, pandemic, we have taken a little bit of a different approach. And the subcommittee that I'm actually heading is the programming subcommittee. And I think the one of the biggest things we think about with programming, um, because we are a pretty widely um, encompassing group, we try to work with a lot of different subcommittees to make sure that they can put on events that adhere to the guidelines of COVID-19. 
like the first mission is to keep our students safe. And while we're doing that, I'm sure that there are different ways and different approaches to put on different events where students can feel like they have a close-knit community. So right now we have the um, EFS voting initiative that's geared towards social media and getting um, different athletes on campus to register to vote. And that definitely is through social media. And because of the pandemic, obviously we can't be situated with other athletes. And in that way, I think programming itself is geared more towards leaning, leaning towards Zoom calls or having online events. Um, and yeah, that's kind of what we're focusing on right now. Okay, very good. Tommy, let's have you jump in here. Uh, I know one of your main roles is compliance. How does the SAC, I know SAC doesn't, this, this is kind of a SAC and GCBC, they must be uh, another part of your role. How do you, how do you juggle those hats and uh, do they have any kind of interrelations together for you? Um, well, with compliance and SAC, um, I guess where they overlap is we always get a student vote on NCA legislation. So to have me in the room to help guide or lead that discussion or any questions that anyone might have, that, that could be obviously very helpful in that situation. But um, more so my other responsibility of inclusion, which is all of our diversity work within our department, diversity, equity, and inclusion, that's where it really, really overlaps the way I look at it. Um, I'm the advisor for GCBC, which is in its second year, which was really, I'm here really on the backs of students. Um, th they helped to create my position. They went out um, and supported it. Uh, they got the administration behind it in the school. And then there was a search and, and voila, I appeared here <laughs> last year, entering my second year now. Um, and, you know, last year, the growth of GCBC so let me back up for a second. So GCBC is a subchapter of SAC. So right. there are a lot of student athlete color organizations within NESCAC. Every school actually has one, um, but we don't all live in the same place. Some are within their student athlete advisory committee and some aren't. We feel here at Williams, we like where we live in, as a part of SAC. Um, so, that, so that's beneficial to us. And from that, we have GCBC, which, as I just said, was a subchapter of SAC. So our mission, as Gabby was speaking to earlier, is really to just try to create an environment of community and support for student athletes of color um, at a predominantly white institution. It's, it's tough. There's a lot that they go through. So not just as people of color, but then student athletes of color. There's a lot of different um, avenues that that can take them down and my main thing is just to be here and be supportive of them in that role i mean i'm supportive of anybody in, a, in in athletics that's just the person that i am but my my job responsibilities are to create that environment and that sense of community for them and what we're trying to do is build that out i mean the way i look at it is that i want to unemploy myself like my, my long-term goal is that they don't need me. Our community knows how to, like we can have an alien from Mars appear on one of our teams, which I know we've never had, and we wouldn't know what to do, but we're consciously aware enough to know that we need to ask questions 
of the Martian, <laughs> probably. We need to try to figure out how to make them inclusive in our environment and to make them feel comfortable. That's my long-term goal. I figure I might be here for a couple of years. I don't think I'll put myself out of business quite yet, but that's what we're striving for. We actually, over the summer, we've really built out with our conference a collaborative initiative to support each other's student athletes of colors organizations. Uh, that's the short version of it. And with that, Gabby alluded to that, we've had a lot of cross collaborations. We've divided the conference up into smaller groups of schools so that we're really working together to support each other, not just on our campuses now, but cross collaboratively because some of our student athlete of color organizations are, in, are more established or in a better position with air quotes around better position than others. So the plan was to get stronger, more established groups working with schools who are just trying to get off the ground and collaborate and work together to get everyone up and running so that we create an environment, not just on our campus, but within our whole conference that's welcoming to all. Now, Tommy, you guys are working in athletics on a diversity initiative uh, this fall. And uh, does SAC have a role in that in, in any way, or is that, is that, is that uh, still coming together? I would say it's still coming together. I would say that SAC will definitely have a role with, in it, and, I, and GCBC will, will partner and lead the way with them for sure. Um, I actually have a call tomorrow on an allyship program that should go across the board for our whole conference. Um, I don't exactly know how it's going to break down per school, but the plan is to have it where our anti-racism group within NESCAC gets trained up and schooled up by, by this organization. And then they can also work with each campus because you know each one of our campuses might have specific things that we feel we want to deal with or attack first. Um, so that's just the blueprint, the template of it. I'll, if we did this tomorrow, if we did this Friday evening, I'd have a whole lot of details for us all. <laughs> but, but I don't yet, but I'm, I'm really excited that that is coming to fruition. And, you know, we've been working on this for the last four months, just the, the coalition and trying to um, support each other and come up with a mission statement and things we want to accomplish. So to see this coming together now is really a positive sign. We've had great support from our conference from the top down. Every school has been supportive of each other and the different initiatives that we've been starting. It's been a great spirit of sharing information and sharing programs and stuff. So I, I envision all of that coming and benefiting not just us here on our campus, but hopefully what we do benefiting others on their campuses as well. I like to say what I've been saying in all these meetings is that I view myself and our school as, as their teammates when it comes to this work. But, you know, when we play football on Saturday, we, we, you know, we need one more point than Amherst has for sure. That's, that's non-negotiable. <laughs> I certainly hear it is. Gabby, I wanted to talk to you. Uh, Tommy alluded to a little bit as far as uh, there's also, of course, uh, the conference, the NESCAC, and it has its SAC component as well. Uh, how does uh, a, an organization at Williams like SAC uh, interact with uh, a conference organization uh, of, or their SAC unit? How do you guys uh, intermesh with the other SACs from, um, from other NESCAC institutions? What kind of uh, collaboration is there? Yeah, um, so right now we're currently doing um, the EF voting um, 
kind of organization or kind of campaign with them. So that's kind of a NESCAC wide thing um, that we started um, that Joe has kind of been, Joe and Sam have been working on in, in spearheading here at Williams. Um, so we've, we usually right now, we have a lot of email correspondence. Um, so I forget, Carolyn, you can speak in uh, for her name, but from Hamilton um, is she's a student athlete from Hamilton is the head of the NESCAC SAC advisory board. Um, and so she kind of reached out to all of us and has been kind of emailing us um, with just some, you know, ideas for things that we can do as an NESCAC as, as a whole. Usually we meet in at Tufts and obviously, um, Carolyn, if you want to jump in, you can. Um, but this year we're doing everything virtually. Um, so we have our, we'll have a NESCAC-wide kind of SAC meeting uh, with the presidents in October coming up actually in a, in a few days actually um, and so that'll be a good opportunity to kind of just interact um, and get to know everybody and just see what initiatives people are planning what people are kind of expecting for this semester um, what what we're doing here at Williams just just ways in which we can kind of brainstorm and collaborate um, in terms of GCBC we actually did a lot of um, not a lot but I think we had two or three major calls with the NESCAC with um, the various minority coalitions at other schools. Um, and that was really, really amazing to kind of just to get to hear um, how other schools were doing. Um, we kind of have a small group with Middlebury and Bowdoin um, and just like hearing what they're doing from their minority coalitions in terms of, you know, um, one of them is doing kind of like a Instagram takeover. And that's something that we're hoping to start here on our GCBC page. Um, and just small things like that. Um, Bowdoin has done a really cool, their minority coalition is doing kind of like this initiative where all all sports have stopped um, and unless they kind of take the pledge to um, kind of partner up with an organization and really like dive into kind of just diversity inclusion training um, in general which is pretty cool to kind of see how that's played out um, so this summer and moving forward this semester actually has been although COVID has been kind of nothing's in person um, and, and it impacted us in that aspect We've done a lot of things virtually, and it's exciting um, right now. Again, as Tommy's saying, although we on the on the field and our wherever your sport is, we want to obviously have that extra point. But right now, we're all really working together to create um, this community NESCAC wide, um, NESCAC at large, which has been really cool and really amazing to do this work um, so far. And Joe, before we go, I want to talk to uh, you about, and Carolyn, you can jump in too if you'd like on this, but probably the most uh, relevant uh, push for and timely in a timely manner, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, the Eve's, Eve's Vote uh, initiative. Uh, obviously, the election's coming up in probably uh, about, about five weeks, maybe a little less at this point. Uh, can you talk a little bit more about that initiative uh, and exactly what you guys are trying to accomplish? And I know there's some uh, kind of competition within teams of getting everyone to vote on, on all the rosters, uh, and that's just a small part of it. Yeah, um, Carolyn, at any point, if you want to jump in, feel free to. Um, but definitely East Vote was something that the programming subcommittee um, really took on this this semester. Sam, who's my 
um, co-subcommittee leader did an amazing job supporting and helping out as well as all the um, committee members. But I think definitely right now, more than ever, um, exercising our right to vote is huge. And we definitely wanted to make sure that everyone, all the athletes on campus were able to pre-register to vote. And in a sense, this was our kind of fun little campaign to get everyone to go and um, pre-register to vote. So how it kind of worked was it was on social media and each team had um, had, had the goal of getting all their eligible voters to pre-register. And once their team was able to achieve that, they kind of posted on social media, tagged EF Votes, which is um, a group on campus, and EF SAC. And in that way, they were entered into a raffle to win some pretty cool prizes. Um, and at the same time, they challenged other teams to rise to the occasion and get all of their team members, eligible team members, to vote as well. Um, so in this way, I think, one, it created a sense of community within our athletic Williams community and also was like a fun way to get people to engage with the overall community of Massachusetts or whatever state they're from. Okay. All right, well, I think we're just about out of time. I wanna thank our guest this evening, uh, Carolyn Miles and Tommy Verdell from the Williams Athletic Administration, student athletes, Joe Kim and Rachel Newgart and Gabby Martin. Uh, I am your host, Chris Dufour of Williams Sports Information. You've been listening to the Williams Sports Information Podcast. Uh, have a good night and thank you for joining us. Thank you.